Wait a minute, I hear something. You know what time it is? It's Dr. Movie Time. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, Rick here, uh, driving in the vehicle. And uh, going to talk about another movie for you. And uh, this one is on Tubi. So, uh, you know how that is. You see the artwork and it's, hey, if you like this movie, maybe you should try this movie. It's one of those. And we are talking about the 1983, The Alchemist. Um, I don't have much more to say about it. That's about it. <laughs> it says, I'm sorry. It says it's a western, or a slash, a horror slash western. Uh, I don't know anything western in this movie. I mean, I'm from Tennessee. I mean, I should know Western, right? When it comes to cowboys and all that kind of stuff. There's there's nothing Western in this movie. Uh, just saying. So what do we got here? We got an alchemist puts a curse on a 19th century glassmaker to live and kill as a beast forever. Wow. Uh, that's true. We are leaving out a lot of details, but even with those details, meh, who really cares? It's got a 3.8 out of 10, which I think you're already getting the feeling that uh, maybe I'm not as big of a fan of this one, but let's talk about it anyways, because there is some things to talk about. First thing to talk about is it's directed by Charles Band. So there you go. I mean, that, that's an explanation for a lot of things right there. Um, do we have... I don't even know if we've got a why to watch on this one. Because, you know, there's a where to watch. And guess what? You can watch it on Tubi. Uh, I don't see a why to watch. And Oh, here we go. Here we go. Why to watch? I'm, I'm, I'm shocked here. Uh, a slightly surreal horror with a romantic storyline with plenty of enjoyable special effects and good music yeah okay uh it's trashy but effective makes some choice moments uh making for some choice moments of nasty fun uh the non-gore effects are great too uh there's there's some gore in this um that's all. It's just two things. I didn't get a three-word description. I kind of, I kind of missed that. Um, let's talk a little bit about a cast that we have in this movie. Uh, we start off with our main character, which is uh, Aaron McCallum, uh, is the character name. Uh, he's the one that gets cursed, and that's played by Robert Genty. That's right, the exterminator himself. If you ever watch the Exterminator movies, it's this guy, which is what I know him for. Uh, pretty much everybody else in this movie, I don't know that there's much sense in talking about. I, 
I mean, they've just they've popped up in some things here and there. But that's about it. I mean, uh, let's see who John Sanderford uh, is kind of an innocent bystander in this movie. What was he in? Oh, Leprechaun! Yeah. So, uh, like I said, mo most of these people that are in this, they've either worked with more, uh, more, more Charles Band stuff, or uh, you know, some made-for-TV stuff. So, not a lot to talk about cast-wise. Uh, but it did take me a while. I mean, when I was watching this, I said, like, "Man, I know this guy's face," and sure enough, it's the Exterminator. Which I need to cover both of those on this show. Um, if you're a if you Exterminator fan, say whoop whoop. All right. <laughs> if you haven't seen the Exterminator or Exterminator Two, uh, you want to fix that. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to get those on the show. Uh, that's some of that nasty '80s stuff that uh, you know you need to talk about. So let's let's try to talk about this one. Um, it starts off in the 1800s, and this guy's putting his daughter to bed, which is Robert Gentry's character, uh, Aaron. And he lays his daughter down, says, "It's all right, you, you know, you're gonna be fine." Yada yada, you know. And his wife has disappeared, and he finds her. He traces her down, and she's walking out in the woods, and she's meeting this guy, who's apparently the alchemist. And uh, he's worked his magic on her to swoon her and leave her husband and come to him and so we have a confrontation and Aaron goes to stab the alchemist and he moves out of the way and he stabs his wife instead therefore the alchemist is upset I guess and decides to put a curse on him to pretty much make him a beast and you get a scene of him walking away carrying his dead wife and he sits her down and then he looks at his hand there's blood all over it and he screams and then the title comes up which i have to admit i think the the the, the logo the title is pretty cool for this movie uh and then from there it jumps jumps into like 1955 so we're, we're not doing a modernized thing here even though you can tell it's the 80s or at least 1980 but it's supposed to be 1955, and the only thing that really shows it is the car that the lady is driving. So we're watching this lady drive a car, and it happens to be... Uh, it's the same lady that played Aaron's wife, but this is to be, you know, it's not her, but she's identical. You know, it's that thing. It's the, you know, transferred into time kind of thing. Uh, she stops and picks up a hitchhiker, and uh, she's kind of crude to him quite a bit, and he decides, hey, just let me off here, and I'll just take care of this myself. Well, she's having these blackout moments where she's seeing images of things that happened in the past. Uh, and when I mean the past, I mean 1800s past, right? It's just little snippets, things that it's just kind of, you know, throwing her for a loop. Um, but lo and behold, they end up liking each other, and uh, she ends up wrecking the car, and they're out in the middle of nowhere. And while this is going on, we see uh, out in the woods something going on, and an animal's being tracked down and killed. And you see human hands grabbing this 
animal. I don't know if it was a deer or a wild boar or whatever it is, but it's it's obviously killed it and going to eat it. And it happens to be our character, Aaron. So like I said, he's cursed to, to live this way forever. And he goes to this lady's house named Esther, who kind of takes care of him. And she's trying to change the curse and get him out of it. I don't... I, I might have missed something here. She might have been an acquaintance while, you know, while she was younger. Now she's grown older, even though he can't really age because the spell, kind of the Highlander kind of thing. But uh, she's taking care of him, and then she decides she's going to try to do something to break the spell. Well, while all this is going on, um, our couple, like I said, they have a car wreck or the car messes up on them and now they're on foot and they run into Aaron when he's out and about one day and he's smitten by the girl because you know it's his it's his original wife that all this happened with even though she's like nope that's not me and uh so from there you get you know all this going on and apparently she is her just kind of reincarnated yada yada and you know this guy's made all these cool things out of glass and they end up going back to the cabin all three of them and you know seeing all this stuff and he starts telling the story and then it becomes kind of evil deadish for a minute because then they're saying uh oh well the spell has been kind of lifted to a degree but what has happened is it's bringing, uh, it's, it's opened a gate to hell on earth. Sounds like an Italian flick. And uh, these demons are going to start coming after them. So we get some demons coming after them that really reminds me of, uh, you know, when the aliens come and try to stop uh, the last starfighter, right? So they come to the trailer park and they're trying to kill him. These demons kind of remind me of those aliens. Because they're kind of faceless ghouls that are really expendable. And you really don't, I mean, there's there's nothing to them. They just go, rah, 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 right? So it's just another thing to throw in there. But the problem is with this movie, I'll go ahead and tell you, it's just not interesting. It's not interesting till you get to about the last 10 minutes when it all kind of folds out in front of you, I guess. So there's just a lot of time in here. You're just like, uh, eh. But I will say, uh, some of the effects uh, are really good for for the time, right? The portal looks pretty cool. The demons kind of look like what you expect 80s alien demons to look like when they're dressed all in black and they got a big goofy head, you know. Uh, they run over one of them, and it's just like the scene from uh, Jeepers Creepers to a, to a point. I mean, a wing doesn't pop out, thank goodness. One of the stupidest things that ever happened in a movie, in my opinion. I, well, I don't want to get off into that, but I don't know, man. I love Jeepers Creepers up until he got ran over, and he's got wings. You're like, so you're telling me this demon could fly the whole time, but he's going to drive a big truck instead that's pretty lame so pretty lame is in my ears and in my eyes yeah just came up with that myself folks uh anywho back to back to this mess 
um, you know, you kind of get the showdown between uh, Aaron and the alchemist again because they're still fighting over the same woman. And uh, this time, and, and it's all set up just like the original fight where the girls are too close behind and if he moves out of the way, he'll stab the girl. But he doesn't do it this time and he actually stabs the alchemist and you think he's dead and they all come back out of the portal and then all of a sudden the alchemist is trying to come out of the portal and grab them and he tries to grab the girl to pull her back into his time which i have to admit inside the portal is very phantasm like uh it was especially the last phantasm movie where they actually go in there and it's all cgi'd and everything this kind of looks like that almost a little stranger thingish uh but again 1983 i'm telling you the effects are not bad so if you're into just checking out that stuff, you can just kind of fast forward to about 45 minutes into the movie and, and see the good stuff. Um, but he reaches through and then they actually do kind of a phantasm thing on him where he's sticking, sticking halfway out and then all of a sudden the spell is broke and the door closes and it cuts him in half and half of his body falls out in the real world while the other half is over in, you know, dreamland and there you go there there's the end of the movie and then aaron lays down on the ground because he's aging rapidly and he dissolves away and they again pulling from some of the italian stuff because they do the the wax where they melt it down the the face is a wax wax mask and it's melting and it looks a lot like some fulci stuff and uh you know then he turns into dust and then our couple are free to go live their lives in 1955 and forget it ever happened. <laughs> that's that's kind of it. Um, I've, I've pretty much said everything I want to say about it. it. It's it's not a bad watch. It's just a long watch, and it shouldn't be. Um, it needed a few more things to happen in it, but it just kind of trods along, and you're just like, okay, and you start looking at your clock going, all right, how, how much more have we got to go on this? But like I said, the the, the, the wraparound on it is, is pretty good, uh, some pretty decent effects, but just not one to really say, ooh, I like this movie. So uh, that's pretty much my thoughts on this one. Uh, you may be a fan of it, and that's totally fine to each his own, right? So, uh, but you can let me know if you're familiar with this movie or if you like this movie or if you don't like this movie, let me know. So I'm not just talking to myself all the time. <laughs> all right, folks, that's it for this one. We will talk to you later.